Hi everyone, this is Chris. I'm sorry for the delay between issues and episodes. Um, I'm currently in my fifth different location outside of New York City within the past uh, three weeks. My family and I were fortunate to have plans to leave New York well before we knew the virus was here and also before the uh, situation there took its turn for the worse and a lot of the recommended travel restrictions went into place. So we've been self-quarantining and in many different locations and right now I'm solo for the first time in location number five. So between trying to, to keep everything else going, unfortunately, these issues and episodes uh, got delayed, but I feel grateful to have the chance to reconnect with each of you. I hope each of you is safe and well and making socially responsible choices at this time. You know, my own awareness about the situation has increased. Um, a lot of that at the beginning was due to my partner. She's been very socially conscious and aware of the choices we make as a family, you know, since before this started or, you know, as this was getting started and, you know, I caught up, I caught up to speed with her pretty quickly. Um, so we've been doing the best we can to stay socially isolated, wear masks and, um, or socially distanced, I guess is the, the right term, but you know, only going out when we need to and one of us going to the grocery store, for example. But, you know, overall, I guess my, my wish is that each of you is, is safe and well and able to take care of yourselves both physically and mentally um, because being isolated, as I've learned throughout the, the first part of my life, can really take its toll both, both physically and mentally. Um, so I hope each one of you is well, and I'm here. Uh, and if any of you would like to reach out and connect, please do. I'd really welcome that and hearing from you. So with that said, I'm going to go back and read the most recent issue that I sent back on March 30th. It's called The Virus Exposes the Dream's Grim Choice. And the idea here is that the current global crisis and the historical relentless pursuit of the dream leaves humanity with a grim decision. Keeping the economy closed will continue killing the economy. Opening the economy will continue killing people. Which do we choose? This is the grim choice the virus is exposing. It's the one humanity is left with after our relentless pursuit of the dream for such a long, long time. All but essential businesses are shut down today. On a side note, what, what is deemed essential? Well, that will be up to the government to decide in another topic in and of itself. Yet the shutdown is wreaking havoc on the ability of vast swaths of humanity to earn a living. I'm not talking about thriving here. I'm talking about earning a living 
being able to simply live on what you earn. Yet the bills keep coming. People need money to pay rent and buy food. So many people were unable to do this before the shutdown. So many more people aren't able to do this now. There's no social safety net in the United States. The majority of the population holds debt and no savings. So the dialogue turns to how long the shutdown should last. Easing the shutdown and allowing businesses to reopen would allow people to begin earning a living again, quote unquote, earning a living. It would also increase the number of people who die in this crisis. So do we continue letting people die slowly as their means to provide for themselves continue to dry up? Or do we allow people to go back to earning a living, quote unquote, as the number of people who die from the virus increases? This is the choice humanity faces right now. In reading the book Marx, a very short introduction recently, I've learned that the dream and capitalism are closely related to each other. I'm starting to wonder if I can use the two references interchangeably. Pursuing the dream has embedded capitalism into society's framework, or maybe capitalism has caused us to pursue the dream. Regardless, taken together, they've created a self-reinforcing cycle. It's that cycle that's left us with this grim choice. How does this choice get made and who gets to make it? I imagine there are teams of still employed and highly paid consultants working with the government to dehumanize the choice. Numbers and formulas and PowerPoint presentations remove the decision makers from the true human impact of this choice. Thinking about those who will actually make this decision feels somewhat terrifying to me. And then what? After the decision gets made and when this is all over, what then? Do we use this as an opportunity to implement real change in society to prevent us from heading down the same path again? Or do we regress back to where we started, the unconscious dream chasing process that left us with this grim decision in the first place? I'd like to believe real change will happen. I'm feeling doubtful it will, since the government is already printing money to push us back into dream chasing mode. I'm struggling to find a clean way to wrap this up. I guess I hope that by me writing and you reading this, and now me reading this to you, we can think about ways to do things differently before hopping right back onto the merry-go-round that is chasing the dream. But most importantly, please stay well, take care of your body and mind, and continue making the right choices for you and those around you. Take good care. Talk to you soon.